0: We welcome you to the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. It is so good to be back with you. We give God praise, honor, and glory for the opportunity to speak the word of God, which brings life into the nations. We're we're praying for our brothers and sisters around the world. We're praying for the lost to be saved. We're praying for the Spirit of the Lord to bring forth His great outpouring in these end times. We're here with you because we love Jesus, because we're called of Jesus to preach the gospel around the world that was his last great commission in the new testament to preach the gospel to the nations so we are here in obedience to him to share his word with you so all of my brothers and sisters in christ would you bow your heads with me today on the i believe in jesus broadcast that the Spirit of the Lord would be able to touch and save many lost people, to strengthen the church, to heal the sick, to give sight to the blind, to set the captive free. Jesus, we just come to you in faith. We come prayerfully in one mind, in one accord, believing in all the written word, believing in you, Jesus, and everything that you have spoken in the word of God, everything that you have done on Calvary for us, everything that you have done through the resurrection and we thank you lord for life we thank you for you we thank you for the church we thank you for all that you have done thank you for saving our souls thank you that the word of god brings life thank you jesus thank you jesus oh how i love the name of jesus I ask the Holy Spirit to come and rest upon me, to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. We give thanks unto the Lord for all things. In Jesus' name, amen. All morning long, praying about what the Lord wanted to speak, I kept hearing this sentence spoken in my spirit, Be not afraid. Um, The Holy Spirit through me has ministered several times on this broadcast about fear and how fear is gripping, trying to grip the body of Christ in these end times. But this morning, the Holy Spirit was significantly saying to tell you that are listening to this broadcast to remember the words of Jesus. Many times he spoke about that we were not to be afraid. But when he said, be not afraid, in this one verse, he was specifying something to our hearts that he wants us always to remember. He wants us to remember never to be afraid because he has overcome. There are many times within our life where we will battle as Christians, as God's people, as people that have been born again, the spirit of fear. We have to remember that He gave us several passages in the Word of God about fearing not. And I want to simply speak about the seven reasons that we should be encouraged specifically when Jesus said not to be afraid and to be fear not. The first one is about the blessings in the journey of life. In Genesis 26 and 24, the Lord appeared unto him the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham, thy father. Fear not, for I am with thee. And I will bless thee and multiply thy seed for my servant Abraham's sake. Jesus is saying on your journey through life here on earth, do not be afraid. You belong to him. He promised Abraham and he's promising you that he will be with you and he's going to bless you. And he's going to multiply your seed. Because you, as Abraham was, are the servant of the Lord if you are born again. Jesus is saying, he's always with you. So why should you be afraid? Many of you out there in the nations are going through great tribulation. Going through trials. You're destitute. Some of you are being very highly persecuted. I was just told yesterday that a minister, thats someone that I know uh, knows of a minister that just came back from China. If any of you are listening from China today, hearing the sound of my voice, may the Spirit of the Lord touch you and bless you. But I was told that in China there are now over a hundred million Christians that are meeting in homes. THAT CHRISTIANITY IS GROWING IN THE COMMUNIST NATION OF CHINA. IF YOU ARE LISTENING THERE BY SHORTWAVE RADIO, KNOW THAT JESUS HAS MANY HERE IN AMERICA MAKING INTERCESSION FOR YOU. WE WANT TO, YOU TO HEAR THIS PROMISE AND BE NOT AFRAID. DON'T BE AFRAID OF THE GOVERNMENT, NO, YOU'RE REVERENTLY FEARING JESUS. Jesus will strengthen you. He will protect you. And he's speaking to you today to remember not to be afraid. As he told Abraham to fear not, he said, I'm with you. I remind you what Genesis 26, 24 says that I've already read and that I will bless you and that he will multiply your seed. Evidently, He's multiplying the seed of the Word there in China. He is bringing multitudes right there in a communist land that is atheist, and against Christianity, he has a large remnant right there, that is the blessings of God, as he multiplied Abraham's seed, he is multiplying your seed, so you be encouraged, do not be afraid, continue to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, He told Elijah not to be afraid during the time of famine. 1 Kings 17 and 13. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me therefore a little cake first and bring it unto me. And afterwards make for yourself and for your son in the time of famine around the world where many are starving, many don't have the delicacies that we have here in America. May God forgive us our ingratitude for the plenteous way He has abundantly provided in this country, but He's speaking to you in other nations. That, oh, even though you may live in a nation that is enduring famine, you are God's people. And as he spoke through the prophet of Elijah, I speak to you today. Do not be afraid. Fear not. Go and do as God has told you to do. And he will provide for you and for the one that gives into your life. So don't be afraid if you're the one that has very little to give, but yet God says, go and feed the man or the woman of God. Don't be afraid for yourself. Go and give. Maybe I feel the Holy Spirit speaking to someone in the nation. Your pastor is hungry. If churches starve the minister, they're going to find themselves starving. It is you that God is speaking to, maybe to go give you what you think is your very last meal, last bowl of rice. Go give it to that minister. Go trust God and God will supply your need abundantly. Your bowl of rice will never be empty. You go and obey God. God is speaking to someone there's ministers that are providing you with the bread of life yet they lack don't be afraid to give hallelujah god's word is not stale it is full of life he will bring that blessing back to you he will see to it that you are always provided for no oh, he will he says not to be afraid in the time of peril he will give you protection in peril. Peril means in times of trouble. Second Kings 6 and 16 is for you that are in times of perilous times, times of many troubles. And it says, and he answered, fear not. For they that be with us are more than they than be with them. Don't underestimate God's angels round about you. God's people round about you. God himself round about you. It may look as though there are many more wicked round about us. And they do outnumber us, church, but they don't outpower us. For the one, the one in us is greater than the one in the world. Don't you forget. Don't be afraid in perilous times. Don't listen to the threats of the spirit of the world. Listen to the word of God that he is speaking to you. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he says, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the numbers of the wicked God, God's power is greater than anything in, in this world. Don't forget who Jesus is. Don't be afraid in times of weakness for their strength in weakness. Isaiah 41 and 10 reminds us, fear thou not for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. When you are at your weakest point, remember that your flesh is frail. Yes, the Word of God says the flesh is weak, but the Spirit is willing. The Spirit of God is in you, my brothers and sisters, in Christ. Your strength cometh from the Lord. Apostle Paul said in Ephesians 6, be strong in the Lord. Your strength cometh from him. So cry out and do not be afraid. You see, fear brings us into a place of total weakness. Because fear has bondage and we get bound up. We put our confidence when we're afraid. We put our confidence in ourselves or others or the world system, but when we put our confidence in the Lord, hallelujah, the strength of God rises up within us, so be strong, be strong in the Lord, amen, fear not, don't be afraid, because you feel weak, don't go, follow your feelings, follow faith, faith in the written word of God, remember that the Lord is with you and it his grace will be sufficient and his strength will be made perfect in your weakness so cry out for the grace of god and do not be afraid and don't be confused amen We have to remember that Jesus is our companion in trials. Isaiah 43 and 1 says, But now thus saith the Lord that created you, O Jacob, and he that formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. Thou art mine. You belong to me. So don't be afraid. He, the one who has formed you. He, the one who has created you. He, the one who has called you by name, personal name. He says, you're mine and what belongs to God. (laughs) Let no one touch the anointed ones. Amen. Every child of God is an anointed one because Christ's divine glorified life lives within them. Amen. The glorified Christ lives within the body of believers, not the Christ that was crucified. We need to be crucified with him, dead, buried with him, baptized with him, and resurrected. We need to know that the glorified Christ lives within us. So do not be afraid when you're in the trial. He is with you. The second verse there in Isaiah 43 is verse 2. When you pass through the waters, Jesus says, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon you. Verse three, for I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia, and Seba for you. He gave it all for you. So don't be afraid. Do not fear. The Lord thy God is with you. He's created you. He's formed you. He's called you even by your own name. He knows you personally. You belong to Him. You belong to Him. You belong to Jesus. You belong to Jesus. You are precious to Him. You are the apple of His eye. He is with you. He has made a covenant with you. He will not allow the enemy to destroy you. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Jesus, we praise you. Jesus, we thank you. Jesus, we love you. We put our trust in you and we will not be afraid. He gives you overshadowing care in Matthew 10 and 20. uh, Let me read this. Uh, The Holy Spirit's saying Matthew 10, 30, but I want to turn to Matthew 10, 28 because because the Spirit of the Lord is sending us there to hear. And to be reminded again of the one and only thing is his children that we're to be afraid of. Matthew 10, 28 says, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Now let's get our perspective right and understand why the Spirit of the Lord in me this morning. And when I was praying for what he wanted to say to the people in the nations, he kept saying, be not afraid. And we are, this, this verse lines us up. We cannot even fear those that have the power to kill our body, to put us to death. But fear the one who has the right, and the only right is Jesus Christ, the judge of our soul. We choose to fear you, Jesus, reverently, because you are the only one that is going to have the final call on where we go in eternity. We're either going to hell, or we're going to heaven. Verse 30 says, But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore... You are of more value than many of the sparrows. So church, we need to be reminded that God Almighty is with us. Verse 31 says, fear not, therefore, oh my, my, again I say, you are more value than the sparrows themselves. Be not afraid of what man can do to you. Oh, guard and protect the salvation that God Almighty has blessed you with. He will never leave you. When you turn to him, he'll give you the power and the grace to get through it. Life beyond the grave. Amen. We should not fear death. Revelations 1, 17 and 18 tell us why. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead and He laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of hell and death. So don't be discouraged. Don't even fear death. Because if you are born again, you have no reason to be afraid of even being put to death because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. He died on Calvary, went to hell, rose on the third day. But while he was in hell, remember, he took back the keys, amen, even of death. Death no longer has any sting to us. It would be a horrible thing. And fear to face being executed or martyred for Christ, horrible in this way. A blessing in the spirit, the greatest honor you could be given as a human being from God would be to turn around and die for Him. Horrible fear coming over you in the flesh if you would allow it to be. I don't know who's listening, but Jesus does. I don't know if you're facing execution. I don't know if you live day and night in a nation where you are, are the one that is being hunted down because you love Jesus. If you are, I want to pray for you right now. I've never been in that situation. I just pray that Jesus is alive enough in me that I would not run, that I would not deny him And I want to pray for you all around the world that are facing things that we have not yet faced in America as Christians. But if our nation doesn't repent, it's very likely that we will. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus, I come in the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit to pray for my brothers and sisters out there in the nation that are fearing for their very life. Oh, Jesus, I bring not condemnation, I bring strength. I pray for the weakest as well as the strongest, that in the face of this kind of persecution, and even possibly in the face of imprisonment, starvation, that Lord, by the power and the anointing of your presence, Lord, they would be like Stephen. Though he be stoned, he preached the truth. Though he was put to death, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And he looked up into heaven and saw you, Lord Jesus, standing Jesus, he was caught up, his face shone. The glory of God came upon Stephen at that moment. And I encourage all of you or any of you that may face it because of your trust in Jesus. He will be there. He will give you the glory. He will stand up and give you honor. Oh, yes, as he did Stephen. When Stephen would not deny him, when Stephen kept speaking the truth, He filled him with his glory. His face shone with the glory of God. And then he took his last breath. And Stephen was then immediately left earth and went into glory. Into an eternity with Christ. A place called heaven. So I encourage you and I pray for you to have the grace of God to endure. Don't be afraid. Enter the rest of God trust Jesus, stay in the word, the Lord is praying for you that your faith does not fail, he certainly will not fail you and you are not going to fail Him. be blessed, he loves you with an everlasting love and the spirit of the Lord in us is, we're praying for all brothers and sisters around the world, pray for us, We in America, the church of Jesus Christ in America needs prayer constantly to wake up and to become alert and not to leave sound doctrine. God bless you. Until next time, Lord willing, on the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. He's a wonderful master. God bless you.